Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Fighting Words. Kurt Schlichter podcast, kind of affiliated with the Hugh Hewitt Show. I'm kind of on their website, and but, but you can get me elsewhere, as you have already done since you are listening to me. Um, this is the one where I try and take it a little more seriously than my unredacted podcast on Town Hall VIP, and I try not to exceed the bounds of FCC compliance. We'll see what kind of sailor talk I drop into today, because there's a lot to talk about, and uh, I think we're going to get right to it. Round one. Yeah, it's a sad situation in Atlanta. Rayshard Brooks uh, shot during an encounter with police officers. Now one of the police officers has been charged with murder, felony murder. It's it, it's kind of insane by a uh, embattled DA, Paul Howard, who is running uh, in a, uh, a primary, couldn't win the primary outright, and he is uh, also under investigation for corruption, and he's kind of an idiot. And among, his, among the other things, saying, Mr. Brooks was never resisting. Okay, Mr. Brooks is a career criminal. Let's understand that. Mr. Brooks uh, attacked the cops. Mr. Brooks grabbed their taser. Mr. Brooks pointed the taser at the cop. You know, right now, that same... DA's office is charging uh, other cops with using a taser on uh, some college students who were non-compliant, uh, charging with, guess what, assault with a deadly weapon. It's, it's saying it's a deadly weapon. So this is going to be a giant fiasco. Now, the DA is obviously bringing first-degree murder charges. as premeditated murder, you know, I, I mean, it's like lying in wait kind of murder. And here, this is this is a non-compliant suspect who is drunk and who had attacked them and had stolen a weapon that is sometimes a deadly weapon, but sometimes isn't a deadly weapon. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's done purely for political reasons. There's no other reason that explains it because it's not a, a real charge. And frankly, what's going to happen is this case is going to be tossed out now. We're tossed out by a judge. He says, no, I'm not going to instruct on first-degree murder. Or it's going to be rejected by the jury. Now, they might get manslaughter, so I think that's wrong. I think it's perfectly legitimate shooting. You point a taser at a police officer, and that's going to cause injury to him. That's going to potentially cause him to be disabled, potentially let you get his weapon, and then you can kill him. There's no obligation for a police officer to let you do that, and deadly force is perfectly legitimate in that situation, or should be. Okay, don't take his legal advice because you see 
and it doesn't really matter what the truth is. If you have an agenda-driven district attorney, well, then you have this kind of garbage. Um, I uh, call me cynical, and you should call me cynical because I am cynical. Okay? I see the courts failing to protect us, failing to protect our rights, uh, failing to enforce the law as the law is written, as the law is meant to be enforced. And we've been seeing that a lot. This, you know, and this isn't a court yet. This is a district attorney filing. But it's a leftist district attorney. The mayor has already stated that it's a, you know, this is murder. And that's just baloney. It's a lie. It's garbage. It's trash. And everybody knows it. And it's setting people up for a disappointment. He should have come out and said, look, we looked at all the facts and, uh, you know, he can't be charged with murder. It's, it's not murder. Okay? It's just not. By doing this, they set up inevitable disappointment because it seems to me very likely they he's either going to be acquitted or B, uh, this case is going to get thrown out on appeal. Either way, it is complete garbage. And... What's the message it sends? There's no justice. And unfortunately, we've been getting that message a lot. We got the message from Justice Roberts. I know Hugh is a fan of Justice Roberts. And Hugh's got some... I'm looking for the right term. He has faith in Justice Roberts. He thinks Roberts could be very good on the religion cases. And by the time you are hearing this... uh, Thursday the 18th, we, we may have a religious liberty case. And who knows, maybe Justice Roberts will come down for it. Or maybe he won't. Maybe he will continue towards Souter Town. And I know he said he's not Souter. Well, if he's not Souter, he seems to be doing a pretty good impression lately. This includes his refusal to hear uh, or, or to accept the case regarding... COVID-19, pangolin flu, and churches. And he essentially says, well, you know, they can regulate churches. I mean, you can go into a Target. That's different. But churches, churches are soft. And what it essentially said is there's nothing special about religion. He said, well, it should be treated comparably to other things, like movie theaters and bowling alleys. Except it's not. It's not. It's religion. It's in the Constitution. It is special. It is unique. That decision has been made. And his job was to protect that. He did. He sided with the liberals who are anti-religion. Look, all these restrictions being put on churches are being put there, not at best, at best, because Democrat politicians do not believe that uh, religion is important. That's the best case. The worst case is they want to harm it. And you can't see the actions these people are taking, sending cops to houses of worship to write tickets for people praying to God. That's crazy. It's also, By the way, it's also crazy for the cops. But we look at something like that. There is one group of Americans who is pro-cop. That is the conservative folks. If you police officers are seen as the enforcers of these arbitrary and discriminatory rules, regulations, and laws, and decrees, because most of it's decrees, you are going to stop having our support. What, 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 what some police officers have already done 
has already caused immense, immense damage to the respect that we have for the police on the conservative side. I don't, I, and I, you know, I got to tell you, police, you guys are running out of friends because a lot of people hate you. And it does you no good when you show up and start screaming at somebody because she's letting her kid play in the park. Okay, the kid's not going to die in a pangolin flu. Okay, and if you're, you're, you're there being Deputy Karen, well, you know, eventually you're going to need our help because, like I said, you don't have any friends besides us. And we ain't going to be there. So think about it next time somebody asks you to enforce a fascist order. You got it. Think about it. What are the police going to do about this uh, Atlanta thing? Well, here's what I think is going to happen with the police. I think nothing. I don't think there's going to be a blue flu. I don't think that they're going to leave in mass. I don't think anything's going to happen except they're going to grumble and they're going to stop proactive policing. You got a guy passed down in your Wendy's drive-thru? Hey. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I know it's a hassle, but if you think I'm going to risk my freedom and my family's future... Uh, to drag some drunk out of the, you know, away from the talking clown who takes your order, think again. It's just not going to happen. If cops are going to be punished for doing their job, guess what they're not going to do anymore? Their job. No cop has ever gotten arrested for sitting back and doing nothing. And practically, no cops have gotten fired for that. Why, why would they, you know, and if you, the people, don't support them, why the hell would they risk their lives for you? So we're going to go back to the bad old days of, instead of proactive policing, no active policing. Now, that's only going to occur in kind of the poorer areas, because in the richer areas, they don't play that stupid stuff. They don't play that I remember during the L.A. riots, you know, I was out with the National Guard, and LAPD was, you know, getting scattered everywhere. Beverly Hills cops, they blocked off their town. You didn't get in. Was that legal? Was that okay? No. They did it. Because their, their, their people, their citizens, backed them up. They insisted. And that's what they did. They knew they had backup. They knew their people were behind them. All these rich liberals cowering in their mansions. That's what's that's what's next. The chaos is look, chaos is not going to be my problem. Okay, I live in a nice area. We've got our own police force out here. They're not going to play stupid games, and we're going to support them. It's going to be a problem where people aren't fairly affluent. That's where the problem's going. So, go ahead. Make your bed. Lie in it. I'm pretty disgusted by the whole thing. This is a uh, travesty, and it's only going to lead to more violence and problems. But what do they care? Because remember, violence and problems uh, are something that, you know, some people want. It's to some people's advantage for there to be chaos. And speaking of chaos, we have the election coming up. There was an interesting set of polls today in the top seven battleground states. And uh, it showed Trump behind about two or three points in most of them. 
except Florida. Florida, Trump was behind South. And Hugh uh, looked at it and had the same reaction I did. He goes, this is really bad news for Biden. Why do I say that? He's behind everywhere. First of all, I don't believe the polls. Now, I don't believe the polls not because of wishful thinking. I don't believe the polls because I have crazy, crazy conspiracy theories. Actually, I have a very sane conspiracy theory. I think that first, some pollsters just plain lie. You know, there was one that had like today uh, a CNN site, I think it was Reuters, it says Trump 35, uh, Biden 48. Okay, that's silly. But I, 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 like I said, I don't believe the polls, and I do believe there is a silent majority out there. Would you tell a total stranger you like Trump? Somebody comes here, hey, hi, I'm a pollster. What do you think of Trump? You gonna tell them? I love Trump. Some people will. Some people will go, why am I, why am I gonna step in that uh, little bit of dog business? Why am I gonna learn to bring that on myself? I'm not. I'm not. Why would that? So I think I, I think we're gonna see a lot of what we we saw in the election in England, in uh, uh, the UK, which was a lot of people not really telling what they're going to do, marching in voting booths and then voting conservative. And I think a lot of people go into voting booths and I think they will vote conservative for Trump. I don't believe that Trump is behind two or three points everywhere. And I certainly don't believe Trump is behind in Florida by seven points. I just That's just not something that I believe. Yeah, I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong. But right now, this is, this, as Hugh pointed out, this is when Trump is getting 24-7 hits off the Chinese coronavirus, off riotings and protests. He's getting 24-7 hits, and this is the best they can do. What happens when Biden comes out of his bunker? Biden's not coming out of his bunker for a while. They're trying to keep him out of sight. Because he is ghastly. He is a disaster. He's a catastrophe. He's a he's Charlie McCarthy, and he doesn't have that uh, burger, burger, whatever the guy is, the, the, the puppet master. Edward Bergen? God, now now I'm gonna now I'm gonna be all day going, who's Bergen? Bergen, Bergen, Ben So Candace Bergen's father. Something Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. This is going to haunt me. This is going to haunt me. Okay. There is a silent majority out there, I think. I think. And again, that's wishful thinking. But I think, first of all, the economy is going to get better. Second of all, these uh, this idiocy is going to fade away. And people, and even some of the ones sucked into it are going to look around going, huh, maybe defunding the police isn't a great idea. Maybe I shouldn't vote for the party that supports it. Maybe I should vote my own interests. Now, Biden is trying to play it very cagey. Well, I think the police need to reform, but I'm not, I'm not for defunding the police. Well... Once people get a load of Biden, they're going to realize it doesn't matter what Biden is for or against. I mean, not at all. Because he's not going to be making any decisions. Well, he picks Kamala Harris, and he will pick Kamala Harris. 
She's all on board with this. She's all on board. And she would actually do it because she'd be one of the people running things. Because Biden's not going to run anything. Except his damn mouth. And that's why they stick him in the bunker. So he can't run his damn mouth. Do I think that uh, Trump will win the popular vote? I don't know. I know the left will run up the score in California and uh, New York and Illinois. That will tip the scales popular vote-wise. Everywhere else, I, you know, if, if, if at the worst day for Trump, before Biden actually comes out, he's only two or three behind. And looking at the polling last time, remember, Trump was, Trump was way behind. I think Trump's in, well, I'd like to see him ahead in the polls, but I think Trump's in a very competitive position. That's what I think. I don't know what you think. Well, we're not going to find out for five months. That's the other thing. Things change. Things change rapidly. Five months from now, who the hell knows? I suspect our economy will get better. I suspect this uh, uh, rioting fetish will fade. We'll probably have something else. Who knows what will come out in October. But a lot of people are terrified for Trump. I am concerned, and I think we need to work hard, but I think at the end of the day, it's hard to get people to vote for suicide. And that's what the Democrats are. They are the party of suicide, the party of self-destruction, party of defunding the police, the party of defunding uh, the American military. And I don't think they're going to work. Anyway, that's my time for today here on Fighting Words with Kurt Schlicker. You can check me out on Twitter if you like not safe for work stuff, and I'm not safe for work. Join Town Hall VIP. You can get my unredacted podcast. You can also get a bonus VIP column every Wednesday and I got free ones every Monday and Thursday and uh, go get my books particularly my new one uh, 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You which is available for pre-order and you should pre-order The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You Anyway please uh, stick around uh, for the next one set me on your little subscription thing so I download it downloads right into my iPhone so I don't even have to go looking for it. So every Wednesday, check me out here on Fighting Words. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.